This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Shocking new sex assault allegations against President Trump from this former model. I feel sick, violated. What she says he did to her at the U.S. Open 23 years ago. He just shoved his tongue down my throat. Then, under arrest, the breakout star of the hit Netflix series, Cheer. The disturbing accusations being made by these twins. And the college student stricken with the virus. What he says is going on behind closed doors in quarantine. We're given one roll of toilet paper, single ply. And the American tourist accused of going bar hopping with COVID-19. <laughs> Plus, is somebody spying on you in your hotel room with a camera like this? It went underneath the door like this. I thought it was like a rose or something. And wait till you see what happened when cops went to the room next door. What did they see under their door that came from your room? Then, the innocent bystander shot during the crossfire. It happened right on our block. He was just holding an umbrella for his beloved wife in the rain. He used to do this. Will he ever walk again? And Taylor Swift's big return to the ACMs. She did her own hair and makeup. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. Donald Trump was elected president of the United States in 2016 after several women accused him of sexual misconduct, which he denied. And now, a little more than six weeks before Election Day in the 2020 race, he's facing new allegations. A former model says he forcibly kissed and groped her at the U.S. Open tennis tournament in 1997. She says the incident left her feeling sick and violated. Stephen Fabian reports. It's sexual assault, and it's not okay. This former model is coming forward to claim President Trump groped her 23 years ago in 1997. Amy Doris was among Trump's guests in a VIP box at the U.S. Tennis Open. I just feel like I don't want to be quiet anymore. She told London's Guardian newspaper that Trump followed her to the restroom. Donald was waiting outside the bathroom, and he just grabbed me. And he just shoved his tongue down my throat and I was pushing him off. And then that's when his grip became tighter. And, um, you know, his hands were kind of it's like very gropey and all over, you know, my, my butt, my, my breast, my back, like everything. And it felt like a, an octopus was hugging onto me. Doris says she was particularly astounded because at the time she was dating Trump's friend, magazine publisher Jason Bin, also a guest of Trump's at the U.S. Open. Trump was 51 and married to his second wife, Marla Maples. It was pretty um, traumatic and jarring and shocking. Um, 
it felt like it went on for a long time. She claims she told her mother about the alleged assault as well as her boyfriend, but Ben has reportedly said he has no recollection of the incident. There is plenty of pushback from President Trump's lawyers today. They say President Trump never harassed or abused Amy Doris in any way and that her claims don't stand up to scrutiny. They say if President Trump assaulted her outside a restroom in a VIP box here at the U.S. Open, then the incident would have been seen by several witnesses, and they point out that she never reported any incident to the authorities. Trump's lawyers told The Guardian that two days later, Amy Doris sat next to Trump at another event. Amy Doris is the second woman to claim she was groped by Trump at the U.S. Open. Yoga instructor Karina Virginia said she had a similar experience the following year in 1998. She went public with her story in 2016, a month before Trump's electoral victory. Perhaps you do not remember me or what you did to me so many years ago. Amy Doris was asked why she's coming forward now after so many years and so close to the election. She says it's for the sake of her twin 13-year-old daughters. I want them to see that I didn't stay quiet, that I stood up to somebody who did something that was unacceptable. Ms. Doris says she did consider going public back in 2016, but says she was afraid of the impact it would have had on her then eight-year-old daughters. This University of Michigan student is among the thousands who've tested positive for COVID-19. And he went viral on TikTok for complaining about where the school has put him and others in quarantine. He says there's no food or supplies. And worst of all, he says only one roll of toilet paper. Ms. Jim Murray reports, yes, it is single ply. This college student stricken with COVID-19 is making an urgent plea. He claims he's being forced to quarantine without basic supplies. We were given almost no supplies. We were given no food, no masks, no gloves, no microwave, no bed sheets, no soap. Sam Bernstein attends the prestigious University of Michigan, where President Obama's daughter, Sasha, is a student. He says his situation is dire. We were given one roll of toilet paper. Single ply. Oh, and I mentioned there's a roach infestation as well. The university is reacting quickly, posting this video displaying fully stocked apartments in the building set aside on campus for COVID-19 students. We're going to be increasing what we provide to students. And look, there's extra rolls of toilet paper. We have been getting a lot of feedback about the Northwood quarantine housing spaces, and we're listening. And this Florida woman could face 10 years in jail. The accusation? She allegedly spread COVID-19 while going bar hopping. Yasmin Aldi works at the Edelweiss Lodge and Resort, a vacation spot popular with U.S. military personnel in Germany. Due to the number of staff members affected, the decision has been made to close the resort for two weeks. She's being investigated for possibly infecting at least 23 people. German authorities say the 26-year-old woman had a sore throat and was awaiting COVID test results, but went out anyway. According to a published report, she kissed multiple Edelweiss Lodge and Resort employees during one night and in a text thanked them all for coming to her Rona party. And this Chicago mom is outraged. She says she and her adorable two-year-old son were kicked off a Southwest flight after her toddler was accused of not wearing a mask. It was humiliating um, and it was so stressful. Cell phone footage shows a gate agent questioning Jody Jajanski as the plane is about to take off. I'm following the rules. The mask is clearly on his face. 
Jody explains that her son is wearing a mask, but had briefly removed it to eat a snack. I felt like we were doing something wrong, that we weren't doing anything wrong. If you don't want people to eat and drink on the plane, then don't serve snacks, then don't serve drinks. Jody said she took another airline home. Southwest said in a statement that if any customer over age two is unable to wear a face covering for any reason, they say they are unable to offer them transport. As people consider traveling again, how safe are hotel rooms? COVID has not put the peeping toms out of business. And with cameras so small that they can actually slide under the door, complaints about voyeurs keep coming. Two young women say it just happened to them. Here's Amber Cagliano. This man is being accused of a creepy crime. What's going on? Yeah, I'm, there's someone with a camera next to our door, and they have it underneath the door, like, looking at us. I'm really scared because I don't know who's next door to us. Police respond and find two women who say they were spied upon by someone in an adjoining hotel room. I know exactly what it was. Mm. It had a camera, like a professional one. It went underneath the door like this. I was naked. I was in front of the mirror. And I saw something under the door, too, but I'm going to be honest, I thought it was like a road or something. Just hang tight, okay? I'll be right back. What are you going to do? Like, what if they have videos of us? I'll take care of it, okay? So who was in the adjoining hotel room? His name is Robert Prevet. He's 49 years old, a father of three, and a defense contractor specializing in communication systems. He says he's staying at the Doubletree Hotel in Key West while on a project for the Coast Guard. At first, he denies knowing anything. What did they see under their door that came from your room? I honestly don't know. This is your opportunity right now. Is there anything else going on in this room that I need to worry about? Because I will be ripping this room apart very shortly. Yes. I did have it. Finally, Prevet breaks down. Where's this little camera thing at? I hid it. Where'd you hide it? Because again, I'm going to rip this room apart. Go ahead and get it. Prevet pulls out a spy camera he hid in the seat cushion. How many times do you think you've done this in the past? Total? Maybe eight or ten times. Prevet was arrested and charged with video voyeurism. Inside Edition found hotel room peepers are a problem around the country. In Scottsdale, Arizona, 21-year-old Anthony Horvath pled guilty to voyeurism for spying on two girls in their hotel room with his cell phone camera. And outside San Francisco, this 30-year-old man was charged for disorderly conduct. Cops say he used a camera to spy on women under the door of an adjoining room, just like Prevet. Okay, Joe, this is a typical hotel room. Can you be vulnerable in here? Joe Vandemark is a hidden camera expert. He says hotel guests should be wary of adjoining rooms because even though the doors may be locked, an endoscope camera like this can slip under the slot between the doors. How could the guest in the next room not see that camera, though? Since you're not really paying attention, you're not going to know. But there are measures you can take to protect yourself. First, do the hand test. If you can fit your fingers under the door, you can also get a camera under there, too. Then put something there to block the space, like a bathroom towel, so this never happens to you. What if they have videos of us? The Doubletree Hotel where that happened has not responded to our request for comment. Now the breakout star from the hit show on Netflix called Cheer. Jerry Harris is under arrest, accused of producing child pornography. Today, Harris was in Chicago federal court just three days after agents raided his home. Jerry listens to Cheer 24-7. 
The breakout star of the hit Netflix series Cheer was arrested today on child pornography charges. Jerry Harris is the high-energy personality on the wildly popular cheerleading docu-series. probably one of the hardest-working athletes that I know. Now the U.S. attorney in Chicago is accusing him of soliciting pornographic images and videos from 14-year-old twins. The FBI executed a search warrant at his home in Naperville, Illinois, earlier this week. The charges stem from allegations made by the twins, Charlie and Sam, who spoke exclusively to USA Today. Jerry would send me photos and videos of himself, send me, obviously, nude pictures of himself. He's asked me for nudes I think maybe two or three times, and every single time I kind of, I just shut him down and just said no. Their mother, Kristen, who asked that her last name not be used, says her boys met Jerry Harris at a cheerleading competition. My first indication that there was something going on was I found a, a series of text messages on Charlie's phone. Um, with Jerry Harris. Harris has become a media sensation. Ellen DeGeneres hired him to cover this year's Oscar red carpet. Hoda Kotb and Jenna Bush went nuts when he visited the Today Show set. And in June, long before the investigation was disclosed, he interviewed Joe Biden. I'm so happy I get to talk with you. Now Harris finds himself under arrest, facing some very serious charges. A representative for Harris says he categorically denies any wrongdoing and says he's confident that when the investigation is complete, the true facts will be revealed. It's now been seven years since Taylor Swift appeared at the Academy of Country Music Awards, but last night she was there. We've got a look at her return and all the other headline-making moments of the evening. It's Taylor Swift's country music comeback. But if I just showed up at your party, would you have me? Would you want me? She performed an acoustic version of her new song, Betty, at the iconic Grand Ole Opry House. Betty, I know where it all went wrong. Taylor looked gorgeous in a sequin turtleneck top for her first ACM performance in seven years. And we've learned she actually did her own hair, makeup, and styling for the show. The show also made history last night when singer Mickey Guyton became the first black woman ever to perform at the ACMs. All the performers sang to empty seats as no fans were allowed. Some got creative and positioned their backup singers in the audience. Tell me how you gonna change your mind if your heart's on Safety from the virus was top of mind. Watch host Keith Urban give an elbow bump to Carrie Underwood. For once, politics took a back seat at an award show. The focus was on pure entertainment, with many viewers remarking it was a much-needed break. The night did end with controversy. <laughs> no way. We have a tie. <laughs> This, must, this has got to be a first in ACM history. Social media erupted after it was announced that Carrie Underwood and Thomas Rhett both won Entertainer of the Year. I'm furious you couldn't let a female win on her own. This is ridiculous. Thank you so much. Thank you for this. And surprisingly, this is the first time in the ACM's 55-year history that the show was held in Nashville. Next, 
the innocent bystander shot during the crossfire. It happened right on our block. He was just holding an umbrella for his beloved wife in the rain. He used to do this. Will he ever walk again? Plus, pandemic baby boom. 18 pregnant frontline doctors, nurses, and hospital workers. Keep something in the water. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. A number of cities around the country have experienced an uptick in violent crimes lately. And this couple's story illustrates how anyone can become a victim. He was holding an umbrella for his wife in the rain when he was caught in a random shooting. And now this innocent bystander doesn't know if he'll ever walk again. A gun pokes out of a car window, then the shooter opens fire. His intended target is mowed down and he immediately drives away. But someone else is hit in the barrage of bullets. 34-year-old Sam Metcalf is that innocent bystander, and he doesn't know if he'll ever walk again. It happened when Metcalf and his wife Sabrina were walking to the local grocery store to buy some toothpaste. It was raining that day, so Sam decided to tag along and hold the umbrella. It was a walk they'd taken many times before, but this day would change their lives. The dividing line between before and after. As soon as I heard gunshots, I tried to lay flat on the street to get as low as possible so I wouldn't get hit. Sam and Sabrina talked to me from his hospital room in this exclusive interview. I probably would have ducked a little sooner. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to keep a sense of humor about things and stay positive. They both still find it difficult to believe that they are victims of the surge in violence afflicting New York and other big cities. They loved their Brooklyn neighborhood, but Sabrina says she can't go back. You're leaving the neighborhood. It's something we both went through. It, it happened right on our block. Sam was an aerialist. That's him up there with those impressive moves. My hands still work and my mind is clear. So there's plenty I can do with my life. Their future may be uncertain, but Sam and Sabrina say they'll get through it as a team. I kept saying to myself, if he can live, then we'll get through anything else because I know him. Boy, we wish him the best. A GoFundMe page has been set up to help the couple deal with their mounting medical bills. And if you'd like to help, just go to InsideEdition.com. We've got the link for you there. When we come back, right in the middle of the pandemic, a hospital baby boom among staffers. As hospital workers on the front line, they've got their hands full. So imagine when 18 of them got pregnant at the same time. Oh, baby. Yikes. 18. Yup. 18 nurses, doctors and administrative staff at one hospital are having babies this year. And get this. They all work in the birthing unit. What's going on in this birthing department exactly? How did this happen? I don't think anyone knew anyone else was trying to get pregnant at all. It just kind of happened. And you're all smiling um, and not looking tired, I have to say. <laughs> not... <laughs> With all the stress of the pandemic, working together at Tacoma General Hospital while pregnant has actually been comforting. All of us sharing in this experience was a ray of sunshine in this kind of weird time that we're in. We all got to celebrate each other and enjoy going through this experience together. This is Juniper Jane. 13 of the 18 babies have already been born. At home with babies. And some of the women actually helped deliver their co-workers' babies. It was awesome having Summer as my nurse. <laughs> Summer, how does that make you feel to hear that? 
Uh, it was it was a really special day. I'm really glad that I got to be her nurse. Definitely a blessing you all had each other. It's the best place I've ever worked at and the best place I've ever had the opportunity to deliver at. So, so I wanted to say thank you to all of you. Happy emotional moms who say they all hope to get together with their babies in about a year when they think and hope things will be back to normal. When we come back, the dancing teacher. And finally today, if your kids are nervous about going to school right now, maybe they'll get lucky and have a teacher like this. This teacher shows going back to school during a pandemic can be fun. He really busts a move. Even the kids get in on it. <laughs> and that is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts.